queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. All right, well, I know this week has been filled with drama thanks to more WWE releases and Mr. Kingston running his mouth on AEW, but we're actually going to address that next week because this is the last episode for Pride Month. And so what we want to do is um, share our feelings as far as like sharing, um, giving our shout outs and respect to those members in the LGBTQ plus community. And also, y'all did respond with your uh, shout outs on Twitter. So we're also going to be um, going over those as well. But I'm going to open the floor real quick to um, our lovely member of the trio who's part of the community herself. Thank you. Um, so it's more of honoring them because, you know, without uh, members like Pat Patterson, you know, a lot of these young guys and girls they's and thems wouldn't have the the strength and the ability to come out because being queer in wrestling was very taboo especially in the 80s 70s 80s um and pride month uh is all is about celebrating diversity because do you guys know why there's pride month how it started Mm, no honestly no i don't okay so there's this bar in new york city called stonewall the mafia was okay with it, but if they shortchanged them, they would send the cops who hated them. Hated them. So you had black and brown trans queer women say, fuck this, we're fighting back. And that's how the Stonewall riot started. Yes, it's a very abridged version. There's a lot more detail, but the main important thing is that they, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't take away from this is that it was brown and black trans and queer men and women that started it. And to me, their sacrifice, um, like, you know, the bodily harm that they went through, the some that were killed, I mean, the some that are killed today. You know, I, I, uh, I constantly fear for people like Nyla Rose and Gabby Tuft because of the amount of hatred and hate crimes and murder rate amongst trans men and women, especially trans women of color. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're a bodybuilder. I've seen it all up and down the board in the statistics. You know, a person was uh, killed. I think they were a, you know, a karate teacher and they still, they got jumped. So it's, it's one of those constant fears. As I think that's why, like, you know, I'm so, I will so vehemently go to bat for Nyla Rose, even though of my own personal feelings for the company that she works for, because I know that she would most likely go to bat for other people of the community. So, so pride 
is a celebration because of what those men and women sacrificed. We celebrate our community. We celebrate our lives. We celebrate our individuality and our exclusiveness, not inclusiveness. Because one of the great things about being queer is that not only do we support one another, we have our straight allies that support us as well. So, you know, I first time I ever went to Pride was in Philly. And let me tell you, that is an experience. And I have yet to go to New York's. And I know that's 10 times worse in a good way. So, like, you know, I remember seeing Titus and Sonia doing Pride. And just even seeing men like Titus, you know, being an ally for us is just an amazing and beautiful thing because, you know, we don't, I normally don't see big men, like, you know, very masculine men, like, like, I rarely see them being supporters of us. Um, Now, again, this is, has changed since I was in college. In college, I was terrified of coming out. I was terrified to do anything pride related my first year. So, but like, like I said to Marco, was it last week or the week before we had him on? Uh, Two weeks weeks ago. Like, like I said to him, like, you know, if I saw wrestlers that, that looked like me, that were like me, I might've changed my career path. I might've gone into that, actually gone into that. But, you know, I, I feel that the queer wrestlers of today, the trans wrestlers today, the bisexual wrestlers of today, because we just had one that just <laughs> said on Instagram, yeah, I'm bi. Okay. Wow. Like, you know, just how... Like the way that she said it was nonchalant, like the way Tony Storm said it was nonchalant, but it was also right. prideful at the same time. Like, you know, this is who I am. Love me, hate me. I don't care. I'm going to be me. And, you know, it just, it automatically made me respect her a lot more. You know, it was just one of those like, weird. So I know she's supposed to be a heel right now, but like the way that she was dressed, the way that she was acting is like, can we have that Tony Storm back? <laughs> no, I love that Tony Storm. Right. But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Pride is, is, is a special month out of the year. Um, a lot of it, a lot of times, you know, people don't realize what some of the older generation went through. Like, I don't know half of the shit the older generation went through. Mm-hmm. I've only read about it. And the one, two, two things that happened during my generational period that affected me was the death of Brandon Tina and the death of Matthew Shepard. Right. Something that's going to affect the queer generation um, this time around is the slaughter of the 50 odd people at Pulse Nightclub. So, like, you know, we, we have our, there's gaps, but we all have our moments that affect us. I mean, Pulse still affects me today. I remember watching Total Divas just for Naomi talking about Pulse. Mm-hmm. And how, like, you know, um, Jimmy went to go and he didn't want to leave. Like, he was in his element dancing with them. And it's like, you know, that like, the allies within the wrestling community makes me love wrestling even more. Because I see more allies within the wrestling community. Like, whether it's fans or wrestlers themselves. It, it's just, like, again, representation means everything. Right now, we've got two black champions 
we've got Bianca Belair and Bobby Lashley. Not Ashley, lady, whoever wrote that and then got fired. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, you've got two strong black champions. And I absolutely love it. You've got a Samoan champion, another person of color champion. Like the fact that they have, you know, started to push away some of the stereotypes has been amazing. Now I just need, te- well, technically, yes, we did have a queer tag team champion with Shayna Baszler, apparently. She's on the list. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. You can tell me, but she's technically on the list. She that That is historic. But technically, I believe Shotzi is also, I'm not sure about Shotzi, but you know, that's again, somebody to look up to. Like Shayna has put the work in. Like she's older than me and she doesn't look it. Mm-hmm. She's put the work in. So like, you know, but I, I am waiting for the day that an out woman or even an out man holds the WWE title. And I think that's what makes me the one thing about AEW that makes me proud of them is that they had faith in Nyla Rose to hold the championship belt. Right. So, and if you ever want to understand what pride really is, go to, go to a pride event, go to a parade, go to the Trevor project online and see what you can do for queer youth because unfortunately trans kids suicide rate is it's not good it's Mm. it's not good so but yeah let's uh let's honor some of the queer wrestlers um i started off with pat patterson he's the first person that comes to mind um there's stories about him but you know the fact that men like Jared Briscoe and Vince McMahon still loved him, honored him yeah. and the way the company loved him and honored him. Like it didn't matter that he was gay. It didn't matter that, you know, he had that on him. They loved him like a brother. They loved him like a mentor. And Pat is, is an amazing man. And it's sad that he's gone. And it's sad that people are trying to slander him now that he's gone. Mm. So that's that's the first person that comes to mind when it comes to queer wrestlers. All right, Kayla. Um, I had a lot going through my head. Um, recently, I would um jump on to NXT on this. Um, Jake Atlas. Yep. And I'm going to jump. Um, recently I had just finished up reading uh, a book called Too Sweet, which is basically about your indie wrestling and how. It talked about WWE, WWF. It talked about New Japan, you know, original Bullet Club and different things. But um, Jay Atlas was indeed mentioned in that book. Um, Probably right when he started out with the Indies, he had a tag team match with Jungle Boy. So him and Jungle Boy. I saw his pictures. Yeah, was real good friends back then. Um, Still to this day is. And apparently... There was fans out there that started calling um, Jake names. So it had Jake down there and Jungle Boy got in the person's face and it went back and I says, well, what happened? And um, the fans were, you know, calling him, you know, faggot and making fun of him because he whatever. And it was just I thought that was cool that Jungle Boy was ready to go over that barricade and beat the crap out of these people because, you know, that was his friend and big supporter. Yeah. Um. So, and I was, and obviously I love Jake Atlas on, you know, 
uh, NXT. Um, I actually found that out after I started liking them. But anyway, um, obviously respect them even more. Um, and another one that comes to mind, I'm not going to say they're on top of my list, but I respect them. I would love to interview them one day, even meet them. Um, Sunny Kiss. So, um, and like Jolie said, Pat Patterson. Um, can't forget Sonya Deville either. Sonya is classic nah. because she's like, did I just come out? Or no, Triple H is like, did you just come out on national TV? She goes, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> yeah, I saw that video. And it was just like, just nonchalant when during the during that promo uh, during Tough Enough and everything. Just like, and it's like Triple H's face just said it enough. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know how you're talking about Jungle Boy it reminded me of an incident back in I think 2019 at a live event where Sami Zayn got fans kicked out for using homophobic slurs. I remember that. Yeah. So so Sami Zayn is um, a great ally. You know, I respect the hell out of him, especially what he does for everything with Palestine. I respect respect the hell out of Sami Zayn. Um, but you know, knowing that, like, you know, we got people like that in our corner somebody that knows what it's like to fight and uh yes sammy i know you don't listen to this but i should i just wanted you to let you know and you too renee even though you you root for the vegas knights but i know montreal is still near and dear to your heart um i will be rooting for the canadians in the stanley cup because fuck you tampa (laughs) oh my husband's opposite (laughs) now but um Going back to Jake Atlas, I didn't watch the original episode when it came out, but I saw like on YouTube later on when Stephanie McMahon did her undercover boss and apparently he was involved with it somehow because he wanted to get into into the WWE somehow. And um, at the end, when she finally came out and said who she was, she said, I'll get you a tryout. And then he, I remember mentioning him during that speech and everything when they were talking that he wanted to, uh, I mean, that he was openly gay, wanted to do more and stuff like that. So, yeah. So it's like, I'm really glad you brought Jake out with stuff and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> J- Jake is definitely like Jake and Sonia, like the two that are actually very, and I'm not saying that everybody else isn't out and proud, but like they're like the two, when you think of in the WWE, at least, that are there in your face and you know it and they will do everything they can. Like it's Sonia and, and Jake. Um, and you know, it's no, no disrespect. I I hold no ill will. Like one of the things that I've struggled with as a queer individual is I've had to do a lot of infighting and it sucks that I have to do infighting, uh, in my, in my community, because like, you know, you got the people that hate trans, you, you, there is hatred amongst the LGBTQ community. That's normal. Like just there's like hate within any ethnic or community-based group. Right. But, you know, I'm the one, like, I'm a very oddball person when it comes to, okay, you're bisexual. I love you. You're trans. I love you. You're questioning. I love you. You're an ally. I love you. You're pan. I love you. You're non-binary. I don't, get everything about you but i still love you you're a they them i love you you know i i see my community as a family um 
Mm-hmm. And the one song that always constantly goes through my head when it comes to the LGBTQ community. Uh, did you ever see the new animated um, uh, Adam's Family movie? Mm-mm. Well, they have a song like it's called My Family. It's like, just don't. Uh, it's basically, don't fuck with my family or you, or don't fuck with me or you're going to fuck with my family, basically. So it's like I go um, like one of my biggest things is if you need an auntie, you need a mom, you need a big sister, anybody come to me. I, 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 I take every application. I will be your big sister. I will be your, be your auntie. I will be whatever you need me to be because, you know, there's a lot of queer people out there that lose family members. And so, you know, but what I love about, you know, the wrestlers is that they will rep what they are they might not have to speak out about it, but you honestly know that if you say something wrong about it, your ass is going to get fucking smacked. Like, if you said something to Mercedes Martinez, she's going to pop you in your fucking mouth. I know, right? It's like some of these wrestlers, some of these wrestlers, it's like you don't want to fuck with them already and everything, and then it's like you you poke fun or, like, you say any kind of bullshit and everything, and it's yeah, it's just like, no. (laughs) Why would you? It's like her, Nyla, Shayna, hell, even to even Dakota, little 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 skinny Tegan with the kicks and stuff. Tegan, Tegan, there you go. Tegan will fuck somebody up, and like, <laughs> and I know for a fact that like you know you got allies in Rhea Ripley who yes she learned her lesson from her saying the slur that she used on stream. Okay, a lot of people don't want to forgive her. That's fine. I do. She apologized. It's over. It's done with. You got people like Charlotte. You've got people like Alexa Bliss, Becky, Bailey, Sasha. The Bella twins have a huge queer following. The Bella army is heavily queer. You know, they they have such a huge queer following. And like you have all these allies. John Cena of all people is an ally. Like you would never, I never in a million years expected him to be an ally. And then he did that commercial a couple years ago. And like, I've always loved John Cena. I loved his five moves of doom. I always respect like the hell out of him. But when he did that one commercial about like, you know, love is love and everybody deserves equality. Like I literally broke down because if, if you got a guy like this saying that, you know, People have got to start listening. It's like, I mean, shit, I'm waiting for Triple H to come out and like with a rainbow sledgehammer and just smack the shit out of people with it because I know he's a big supporter of the community. Like, I mean, the fact that- Hell, Finn. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. I love Finn. Finn Balor, um, like, honestly, when he had his army at WrestleMania 34, again, I was in tears. Um. One, because that was actually one of Seth's better costuming, just saying, when he came out as the Nightwalker. Absolutely loved it. That's the one one of the few costumes that he has had that I've absolutely loved. But when he had all of those, when Finn had all of those people in his shirts, and he kept saying that Balor Club is for everybody. And even today, like even like with his little dark-ass persona that he's got going on, when he's off out of that, it's always been for everybody. And I think that's like what honestly makes me love and respect him, not only as a wrestler, but as an ally and 
you know, he can coup de gras any homophobic jackass, and I would just absolutely like pay his bail. <laughs> like seriously, I mean, the amount of hate that I have gotten coming out is just. It's been heart-wrenching, and it's also been enlightening, and it's also been fun, to be perfectly honest, because while I am a very non-confrontational person, if you push me long, if you push me long enough, no, no, like, when I say non-confrontational, this is not confrontational. This is just me being an asshole, and I can be an asshole because we are not together in the same room. We are hundreds and hundreds of miles away from each other, and I can get my opinion across without getting slapped. But when I've been to Pride and I've had people shouting hatred at me, or I've even gone to a Comic-Con and you got West Baptist bastards outside, like, picketing, and it's like, well, fuck you. I, I will get, I've, I've gotten in their faces. Yeah. And the, the shit that they say to you. And, like, my one friend was, like, trying to pull me away. And I'm like, I just stood there and I just stared him down. Like, I just, like... He kept, like, he kept trying to get my, I stood my ground. Like, I am not afraid of them. Like, I am so sick and tired of hatred, man. Like, hey, it's the one thing that fucking destroys everything. It touches. Like, the church, uh, I'll say this right now, fuck Catholicism. Not only have they ruined the LGBT lives, but what's happening up in Canada right now, fuck Catholicism. Um... And if anybody doesn't know what I'm referring to, it's about the mass graves that they found behind churches of indigenous and of children. Oh, that. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So. So, like, I mean, Catholicism just fucking ruins everything. Like, hide the priest, hide the pedophile, hide the priest, hide the pedophile. But homosexuality's wrong. So, but yeah, it, it's it's amazing that we can have allies um that are not afraid to say their piece and are not afraid to lose uh fans or their platform like i think one of the top sellers that year was his rainbow shirt like you you could not get it like and they could barely keep that in stock uh when they had the pride shirts you couldn't get becky's shirt you couldn't get sonia's shirt you couldn't get, uh, I think even, I think all their pride shirts, I could never get the Charlotte shirt. I wanted the Charlotte pride shirt. Like, honestly, like I would love to be like around Charlotte. Like, I want to go to a drag show with Charlotte Flair. I really do. Because I know that there is probably some fabulous drag queen down in South Florida that dresses like her. Like, I want to find that drag queen. Like, because that is probably going to be one of the most gorgeous drag queens i've ever seen and you know that's like when when they're talking about you know having drag queens during the their show um full queer like that's why i got super excited because i love drag queens i love drag shows it's been a while since i've been to one but pandemic like i can't wait to go down to rehoboth and uh you know do a night down there and go to the purple parrot and go to a drag show because just drop they, they look better than me they look better than real women half the time and when i mean real women, crazy I mean, but true when i mean real women i mean like you know ones that i'm not being 
like I'm you know what I mean I'm tired don't mind me I've I've reached brain fart of the day <laughs> I know I mean, it's only like 9 15 your time so yeah but I mean like drag like some of these drag queens and like I like what are their secrets like oh my god like their skin is flawless honey please enlighten us please I went to one drag show oh it was a couple years ago I was still working in Rehoboth and there was a Beyonce drag queen when I say there was a Beyonce drag queen I thought it was fucking Beyonce damn that good that good and she did like you know the dance moves to uh, single ladies and um, she did um, she had two other um two other drag queens joined her for independent woman for destiny's child they were fantastic like again you know definitely go to a drag show like i i swear full queer better go on during wrestlemania something like full queer needs to go on during wrestlemania week because that would be absolutely number one funny because it's in texas and um number two like that would be an absolute motherfucking blast. Marco, you hearing this? Marco Polo. <laughs> uh, Kayla, you ever been to a drag show or a gay club or anything like that? Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know how it is in Carolina. So, I mean, te- I mean, technically, we don't know what your uh, your senator is, Miss Lindsay. We don't know what she is. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna piss somebody off. I don't fucking care. No, I, I mean, I know I've never been to one. I'm pretty sure they have some around here, but hey, way Julie <laughs> describes it, a uh, drag race sounds actually kind of interesting. <laughs> you should take your mom to a drag show. She'd love it. Oh, <laughs> I've never been to a, a drag show, drag show, but um, back in the day when I used to live with one of my closest friends, Homer, um, his real name's Ometo, but in English it's Homer. Um, we did go to the gay clubs a lot and stuff like that. Um, he moved in with me like right when he just came out, and so he was like starting to like experiment and do all that for like the first time and really like live the lifestyle. And boy, did I ever get a sense of it with him and he's like a couple weeks older than me and i just saw like the other day he posted pictures from pride oh my god it's like i've never been to pride but i really get the sense of it when i see his pictures it, it, if i send them to you you'll you'll, you'll understand for sure pride but pride, pride is an experience pride is something it, pride is like wrestlemania it's great. You can see the pictures all you want, but you need to experience it live because there's nothing that makes a person's head turn more like a guy walking down in assless chaps. And that is it. Free balling down the road in assless chaps. And then hell, it's like my um, my niece, she's about to be 18 on Friday and she came out as by, I think it was like a year or so ago. And she's even went to uh, pride herself a little bit too so I'm really proud for, proud of her for that <sighs> but it's like yeah it's like I am like one big ass ally and everything and it's like hell it, it, hell and it's just even this time and everything that I've got 
gotten to know you jolie it's just like shit (laughs) uh there's there is nothing that i I love i mean don't get me wrong i love comic-con i love wrestling pride is just a completely different thing and when i was like another thing i'll give out in college like i've never i'll be perfectly honest i grew up in and went to school in a white predominantly white area with like maybe two black people in my entire mm-hmm. school and i had never met a gay black man before and when i joined pride in college i met a gay black man who became one of my best friends and i miss him dearly to this day he passed away 20 years ago um oh, I, I miss him every day because uh, we we had this joke about him coming to my sister's wedding um not because he was gay but because he was black and my just just a he loved pissing people off and i just thought it'd be fun to bring a gay black man to a wedding yeah um just because he was just that amazing but unfortunately he had passed away before my sister's wedding mm-hmm. um oh he would have made fun of me in that dress too oh my god he would have made fun of me <laughs> um what, she didn't let you wear a suit? Uh, I wasn't out yet to my family. Ah, I, I okay. was, I was, I, all right. So I technically came out when I was 16 years old as bisexual to some of my friends in high school. Um, I thought bisexual would have been better because, well, at least you can still go with a man. Um, but came out as lesbian as soon as I got to college and, um, to have one of my first relationships in college and pride um that's definitely helped me i mean that's what we call ourselves as pride um mm-hmm. we had a kick down the door dance in october we had an end of the year dance we had all these different drag shows and you know there's so many people that i just absolutely loved and adored and they helped me find myself and i am forever grateful for all of them um I, sadly, I can only like, remember a couple of their names. There's the double Megans that were dating. There was Marcy. Um, Sean was the gay black guy that uh, passed away. And uh, But, like, you know, those, that little core. And then there was Ray, the drag queen. I remember mm-hmm. him, her. Um, but, like, there was, it was so many people. But, like, there was a few that's always set out and, like, always looked out for me and always tried to make sure that I was okay because I was basically a baby dyke uh, fledgling in their eyes, you know, sheltered was cat brought up Catholic. So it was just like a whole giant ass mess. I, I came out to my family. Um, I'd have to say, Oh, four, Oh five. Um, okay. I was kind of forced out of the closet by one of my friends. Uh, but you know, got the catholic guilt oh god what did i do wrong then you know mom finally accepted me dad was nonchalant i never got to come out to my grandmother my mom uh she had passed away mm-hmm. she's the one that uh let me be a part of wrestling with wrestling right. um but when i was getting married um i went to my grandmother i said i have to talk to you about something so we went outside we sat on her front stoop and um like um i'm getting married and she's like and I said, it's to a woman. And she looks at me and she's a little old Italian grandmother. And all she said was, are you happy? And yes, at the time I was happy. <laughs> um, 
I said, yes. And she goes, I don't care if you're marrying a man or a woman. As long as you're happy, that is all I ever wanted for you. And my grandmother loved my ex-wife. You know, she probably wouldn't have had that big of an issue of us getting divorced. Um, My cousin Erica married us. She was an ordained priest. Um, You know, family, friends, you know, getting, getting the right to marry was a big thing for me. So it's like, you know, it's, it's been a long ass struggle. And like I said, representation matters and just seeing the representation across independent wrestling, across AEW, WWE, um, uh, impact with, I think Kira Hogan's an impact, Mm -hmm. uh, Diamante in AEW, Nyla Rose, Sunny Kiss in AEW, um, you know, you've got guys like Marco who run LGBT uh, Q wrestling Twitter page and Facebook page and to put on shows like Full Queer with awesome guys like D-Rogue. Um, you know, again, having somebody like D-Rogue in our corner is just mm-hmm. like, I cannot wait to meet him and give him a yeah. hug. I want to give him a hug. Mm-hmm. Just because he looks like he like crush you, but he wouldn't. <laughs> Oh no, he's like one of those big guys like you give you the bear hug, like Otis. Otis gives like a freaking right, bear right, hug. Right. But like he's gentle about it. Like, you know, so Oh Mar- Marco and Dero tell Juicy he still owes us an interview. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we would like that interview. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I love like the fact that again, 20 years ago, you really couldn't name one queer wrestler. Yeah. And now you've got one. That's pretty much the authority figure on one show. You've got one that was a champion in AEW. Mm-hmm. And it's trans woman at that, which again, bravo Cody for that, for allowing that. Mm-hmm. Now, can you just let everybody else lose their titles to more deserving people? Um, sorry. <laughs> um, no, no drama today. No drama today. Oh, with the queer community, there's always drama. I know that, but not on this. That, not, <laughs> not today. Um, well, no, I want Sonny Kiss to hold the uh, the TNT title. Thank you very much. So there, ha. Huh. It wasn't. Agreed. It, it that, wasn't drama. It was. That. It was more for the. You know, I would like more representation over there. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. And Jungle Boy gets screwed again. No. <laughs> okay. I'll get me started. Please. That, I, I, that'll be that'll be next week's episode. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll jump into that next week. Um, but um, so in my final remarks for the, like this whole segment is before you go out to your shout outs because we got a lot of shout outs. I saw that oh, thread for real. Um, uh, I don't know if anybody listening to us is queer or questioning or has no idea. You guys right now are living in a very, very beautiful age where you have representation. Like I said to Marco last week, two weeks ago, like I said, it would have, it could have changed my entire career. If I saw somebody like Nyla Rose wrestling, if I saw somebody like Sonya wrestling, hell, even seeing women like Awesome Kong and Nia Jax being bigger women wrestling would have given me more um, secureness in myself to say, Hey, if they can do it, so can I, Mm -hmm. or I can at least try. So it's a very beautiful um, time we are now in. In the wrestling era, I feel representation is going across the board, up and down, side to side. I mean, 
there's so much representation whether it's straight gay black um white puerto rican irish um immigrant um palestinian syrian you know iraqi saudi arabian like there's so many across the board like the representation within every company right now is absolutely beautiful and it can only get better and keep growing from here so i do say thank you vince um thank you i don't know who runs impact thank you whoever runs impact tna thank you nwa owners thank you cody and brandy for keeping the momentum going in representation because what you guys put on tv what you guys put on youtube what you put on twitter what you put on instagram can change the life of one person and you just don't realize that i know somebody that had that said gold dust helped them understand who they were gold dust of all people hmm. okay cool so it's it's a make you know and yes there were times where they made fun of gay people. Bischoff had his HLA. We had Chuck and Billy Gunn, you know, little jokes at queer defense, uh, queer's expenses. But you know what? Unfortunately, that was the time back then. We were a joke, but we're not anymore. And not even uh, close. definitely not even close. And a lot of us are not going to take it anymore. I mean, the amount of hatred that, like, if you say one thing wrong to this new generation, it's like uh, wrong pronouns, wrong this, wrong that. Like, oh my god, like I have been chewed out so many times. I'm like, you guys have to understand, I am from an older generation. You have to give us a little bit more time to understand. It's it's not a switch. I mean, I'm getting better with the pronouns thing. I really am. Um, so it's like you know, just just give us a little bit more time we're a little bit slow in some aspects because we've been fighting for so long and now it's your turn to start fighting, but you have to realize what you have to fight for and sometimes fighting. And while I understand pronouns are important, they're getting mad at somebody for not understanding that and not educating them, you know, be a little bit more respectful and be a little bit more educating. Um, Like my pronouns are she, her, or they, or them. I don't care. I've been called he and her him. You know, I get called everything across the board, but I'm I'm just me. I don't care what you call me. So um thank you to every queer wrestler from the past, every queer wrestler right now in the present, and for the future queer wrestlers that are gonna be out there in that ring one day representing who they are. Thank you. Now on to the shout outs. Well, before I do that. Uh, it's like Kayla. I know, I know it's been on her end and everything. Silent while we've been talking and stuff. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? While I, before I get to these, um, other than everybody that does the support, pride and everything. Um, thank you. And uh, let's get on with some of these shoutouts because I was looking at some of these uh pages and some of these. We need to get them on the show because they look like I said about Alex Kane. They look like beast so <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right all right let's get to some of these shout outs okay so i just got this one in um this guy's name's come up like a few times but our buddy chaos theory uh chaos theory podcast and everything said uh fred roser who aka was known as darren young in the wwe 
WWE. He said, Fred Roser is my guy. He did his he did shit his way and he's now killing it in New Japan. Okay. And then our buddy Chris Dees, who was just on the show last week from It's My House podcast. Uh, he also sends a shout out to Fred Roser and Effie. Uh no, that name came up, especially um, because I think he did a video out to um Marco and the guys when they were doing uh getting uh, full queer ready. What was that? You and kind of broke up. We have the trio when they were getting full queer together and everything. Okay. Uh, yeah, FE sent them a video for it. Let me set let me set up a little bit. All right. Now apparently there's a tree uh the trio with the Sweet Chinwag podcast, they sent us a list. Let's see. We got Leo London, uh, House of Visage. Visage, I apologize. I am mispronouncing it. Uh, let's see. Fred Roser again. Effie. Uh, Edith Surreal. I've heard that name come up a lot. Uh, Rebel Kenny. Paro. And the Notorious Angel, Amber Joe. Yeah, they said that are all, all amongst the many uh, for us three. Okay, and it's so sweet because they did their logo, their logo on Twitter in the uh, pride colors. Let's see. Uh, Justin Ruff says the ones who mean the most to me are Blue Diamond Phillips and let's see, Despicable Ray. Um, for sentimental reasons. Okay. And then at Noble Ramen, uh, gives a shout out to Diamante. And then let's see, we got at PS Scattergood says, honestly, I choose Rebel Kenny or House of of Visage, um, as nothing seems to ever stop them or keep them down. And then 204 at 204 PC Wrestling has a list. We got Sonia Deville, Fred Rosser, uh, Sunny Kiss, Effie, Paro, Tegan Knox, uh, Layla Hirsch, Legit Layla. Uh, let's see here. We have Anthony Bowens, Nyla Rose, Diamante, uh, Kira Hogan, uh, Mercedes Martinez, Viper, um, Piper Nevins, uh, Jake Atlas, and Ashley Bach so thank you so much guys for sending these in some of them i mean of course a lot of these people are on independent scenes so i haven't really heard of them but it's like definitely opening our eyes to them as well also a shout out to jordan blade oh yeah uh big uh we are a very big fan of yours myself especially um you are an inspiration and uh you are definitely you know well respected on the show and got to give you a shout out on that one too Mm -hmm definitely i'm i'm yeah i'm surprised no one brought her up and everything but yeah i love jordan and stuff <gasps> wow and solo darling can't forget oh her. yeah former we guest lo- of ours yes we love her too she's more than welcome to come back anytime yep uh i actually tried i actually did try to get jake atlas uh, i i i knew it was a long shot i sent an email try to get jake jake atlas on the show of course it didn't work out i tried Oh, one oh, day man. one day i know gotta break through we're gonna break through the wall eventually pow oh man all righty kayla any final words nope jolly i know you love to run your mouth and everything but 
<laughs> you said a lot already, but any final words on this episode? Um, wait, hang on. Um, when you were reading out the shoutouts, what is that? Uh, hang on, let me go back so I don't butcher it. When you were reading them out, I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Go back. Uh, where the person? What is it? The uh, Patrick Scattergood had t- uh, tagged the Rebel Kenny. He commented on it. And says it's true. I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. I did see that. So it's like definitely more power to them on that. <laughs> uh, all right, Jester. Any final words? Just happy pride. I know it's over, but it's never really over. Pride is not just a month. Pride is every day that you go out there, you're out, even if you're not out. As long as you know who you are, you're going to be okay. And my DMs, um, or uh, you can find me, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but you can find me on Instagram and uh, I will have them link me, link you to my Instagram um so I'm, I'm staying off of twitter so i don't get in trouble anymore um so i will have them link my instagram um to you guys if you ever need to talk you can send me a dm on my instagram or you can send a dm to our podcast page at qt bow down uh if you want to get to either one of us uh, but if you definitely want to get a message to jolie yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll send you that writ we'll send you that way <laughs> all right so um i hope everyone enjoyed pride month to those in the community to the allies um stay strong and on that note uh that's all we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues y'all have a good one